Hello everybody, I'm Carter Smith. I'll be substituting for Jeannie today. We will be talking on the heritage of God. Men, women, and children made in the image to have relationship with Abba Father. So sit back and enjoy. I'm about to roll up my sleeves and get to work. Hey friend, welcome to the Shattered in the Beautiful podcast. I'm Jeannie Smith. If your heart is hurting, no matter what your circumstances are, there is only one healer. Through biblical content, I will teach you how to experience whole healing and soar into great purpose. So let's get into today's show. Grab your favorite coffee, journal, and Bible. It's time to dig in and unwrap your gift. So what does it mean to be the heritage of God? What does it mean to be made in the image of God? Well, I want to take a minute and let's look at that in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And it says, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So here you can see that God made man in his own image. And the reason that he made him in his own image is because he wanted a heritage to have a relationship with. He wanted to someone he could love and take care of. And then he tells us, he blessed us. He blessed us and he said, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth and subdue it. Well, if you look at everything that's going on in our earth or on the world today, that's not happening. Our population is actually being reduced. In fact, they're telling us that our population needs to be reduced. But that is the opposite of what God says. He wants more of his image created on this earth. He wants more of his image influencing the world so that the blood of Jesus can cover them. So that's where we are today. So I wanted to share this with you. So what does it mean for to be the heritage of God? Well, Psalms 127 tells us very clearly in verse 3. It says, children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward for him, from him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. So as you can see, we, it is important that we continue to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth with God's image. Because he wants to see all of us. All right? and, and the images that we're made in of God is love. We're made in the, in the image of generosity. We're made in the image of caring for one another. And so that's why God has got us here. Because we're made in his image. So, But guess what happens? What happens is uh, Satan hates the image of God. He hates women. He hates our children. And this hatred began way back in the Garden of Eden. When he came after the woman with his lies and deception, this is when the brokenness began. This is when sin and shame entered into the world. But we must rewrite that narrative. Women must know how significant they are. They must know that a child is a blessing, not a burden. 
They must know that we stand with them to restore their identity, support them so they don't merely survive but thrive. That's why the men are here is to protect the heritage of God, to protect the um, destiny that God has given mankind here on this earth. And so women must understand and know that motherhood is a gift, gift, and they have been chosen and favored by God. Look at what Satan is doing to a woman just through an abortion or trafficking or all forms of other abuse such as rape. He attempts to torment women in physical, emotional, and spiritual bondage so they cannot be all God has called them to be. But God is setting them free and empowering them to go set others free. Just like Jeannie. This is the reason she has this podcast because she wants to, she wants to empower. She wants to encourage and she wants to heal women so that they can go and be um, who God has called them to be. And so today, shame continues to disrupt the lives of so many people, both male and female. It's demonic. It attaches itself to broken individuals. And it whispers the lie that not only what we did was bad, but you are bad. And it's so not true. But I have good news tonight. Jesus came to set us free. He came to set us free. And we bind in the name of Jesus and in the blood of Jesus, the shame, the guilt, the deep wounds, the addictions, the betrayal, the sickness, the abandonment, the rejection, the loss, the grief, the fear, abortion, trauma, violence, critical spirits, judgmental spirits, offense, and division. So Jesus came to set us free from the lies and the brokenness. His presence is here. And he is releasing his word in Psalms 107, 20. He declares he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. He has come to deliver us. What happened on the cross gave us two gifts, a gift of eternal life and the gift of healing. By his stripes, we are healed. And Luke chapter four tells us he came to preach the gospel to the poor. He came to heal the brokenhearted. He came to preach deliverance to the captives. He came to bring recovery of sight to the blind. He came to bring freedom to the oppressed and preach the acceptable year of the Lord. We see revival and deliverance breaking out in the world. It is a beautiful thing. A major theme we see in the Bible is deliverance. In fact, the book of Judges points to the deliverance ministry of Jesus Christ. This book shows us God's mercy in delivering Israel from its enemies. God raised up deliverers to set his people free. And he is doing it still today. In fact, what we are called to do every day is deliverance. We are setting captives free as we give them hope, as we speak words of life and truth over them. We are delivering them through the love of Jesus Christ. Love changes everything. God is love. Love was the motivating factor that caused God to send his only begotten son to the earth to restore the relationship that was lost in the garden. We see this in John 3.16 very clearly. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. God's love is far-reaching, long-suffering, and ever-present. His love will never leave you, nor forsake you. You see, because of his great love for us, he wants to set us free from decades of bondage and oppression that has caused so many to feel rejected by the Father's love. Many believe they are not good enough for it or worthy of it. That is simply not true. He comes to make his love known to us 
He comes to restore us to his love. He had to come so you would know, just like the Bible tells us in the story of the woman at the well. And he brought her a gift, a gift of living water. He knew everything about her and he loved her all the more. She saw herself dirty, but God saw her clean. She saw herself unworthy, but Jesus saw her worthy. She saw herself condemned, but Jesus saw her as virtuous. But this is not just for the woman at the well. This message is for all people. I don't know about you, but I don't want a Sunday morning check-the-box experience. I want a God-out-of-the-box, Holy Spirit, fire experience. When God sends the presence of his Holy Spirit, we will see tears of repentance, worship, hands that give, mouths that speak his hope-filled, healing word, ears that hear, and hearts that obey. Through the blood of Jesus and the advocate, the Holy Spirit, God only wants a relationship with us, a surrender of our hearts and minds. It all starts with thinking and the thoughts you, are, you have about Jesus Christ yourself, and others. God wants us to have hope, faith, and love, and most of all, love. Wanting only the best for everyone we come in contact with, whether friend or foe. I'm going to close giving him the praise. We want to thank him for what he is doing and going to do. In Psalms 104, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. So I just want us to take a moment tonight as we um, are, as we see here in Acts two seventeen that in the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Our sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. So Lord, we say, have your way. God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for the opportunity for me to speak in on Jeannie's behalf today. We ask that you will bless this podcast and that you will use it for your glory and that everything is said today is to glorify you and our King Jesus. We ask for your forgiveness of all of our sins, that you will bless us and keep us and help us throughout this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys for listening and God bless you. Like Mommy's show, leave a review. Hey, before you go, if this podcast has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to leave a review and subscribe to the Shattered in the Beautiful show. Next, hop on over to the Shattered in the Beautiful private Facebook group where you will find a network of friends with daily inspiration. You can reach me at JeannieScottSmith.com. And lastly, please share the episode or review in your social and tag me at Smith Evangelistic Ministries. I cannot wait to meet with you again. Stay tuned for more life-giving podcasts coming your way.